In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Fatima, pray, pray for us. Our Lady of the Rosary, pray, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, today's conference will be dedicated to Our Lady of Fatima. This something we all know. It's, the, it's been going on. heard it about the different the news. And from announcements, it's 100 years from the first apparitions of Our Lady of Fatima. Actually, we'll, we'll discover actually who is Our Lady of Fatima. Um, but we'll get into, we'll get into the, the shock and awe of Our Lady of Fatima, which kind of surrounds her. But we'll try to get to, to the, the essential portion of her message, which sometimes, or oftentimes, sadly, gets forgotten. So that's one thing that our society loves, and in fact, it's probably part of fallen human nature. Many members of the church can fall into that category, is sensationalism. Americans love sensationalism. We love things that are big and love explosions, and that's why those movies, they, they draw a lot of people. That's the Big Bang, all the explosions, fireworks. We love that. It's something that keeps our attention, for we have the attention span of, of a three-year-old. We can only, uh, we only focus on the oh, pow, pow, you know. We have to have color. We have to have all this stuff in order to keep our attention. Um, so, we, you know, the world is ending. The forthcoming chastisement is approaching, World War III. There are always these hot topics of conversation. And, um, and, and as a result, people try to tie that in with, with Our Lady of Fatima. We like that because, it, like I said, it grabs people's attention. But sadly, these people focus on these imaginary events or these events which um, possible uh, these possible future events, and they focus on that instead of really focusing on what's only important, really important, is reality. Um, we we are the. the we live. We like to live in a, another world because reality is too difficult. It's too uh, it's too harsh, and that's really the only fruit of sensationalism is to is to focus on something that has is not at all bound, um, based in reality. It blinds us, in fact, from reality. So as we mark this 100 years of the beginning of the apparitions of Fatima, let's. Once again, focus on the real message of Our Lady. If you actually read the messages, and I'm going to quote them, in fact, quote most of them, and it's not very long, it's, Our Lady says very few things, and that's always a sign of a true apparition. Anytime Our Lord or Our Lady said some few messages here and there, and it was always, <laughs> Our Lady and Lord knows no, we're, we're, very, we're very ignorant, and we have to be <laughs> repeated over and over again. And that's a true sign of it's from God. It's always the same thing, and it's very simple. It's none of this, oh, if you do this, and if you, you, know, if you say five rosaries standing on your head, and you walk around and do this. No, it's, none of, it's nothing of that. So the message of, of Fatima is in nothing different from that eternal message of Christ, the message which he asked each and every one of us to, to be holy as your heavenly Father is holy. So... I will give you the real message of Fatima. I'm not claiming to be an expert on Fatima. Uh, there seems to be many of those experts on Fatima. And, and of course, that's something that's good. But oftentimes, our, our, people lose sight of, of what's 
the simplicity of the message, and it's not, um, it's nothing that's complicated. So what do the, does Fatima really teach us? What does that, those messages, those apparitions, what did Sister Lucia tell us? I mean, she was one who was given um, the longest to live after those messages. What did she continue to say? And it's in the first message, May 13th, 1917, Our Lady closes out the, um, the few um, words that she um, went back and forth with the three children. She said, Say the rosary every day to bring peace to the world and an end to war. So she starts off saying, you know, the rosary is the most important thing. And then she, she goes on in the second apparition on June 13th. I want you to continue to saying the rosary every day. And after each one of the mysteries, my children, I want you to pray in this way. O oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins. Save us from the fires of hell. Take all souls to heaven, especially those who are in most need. And then once again, on July 13, 1917, she adds, Continue to say the rosary every day in honor of Our Lady of the Rosary to obtain the peace of the world and the end of the war because only she can obtain it. So, uh, it's none other than Our Lady of the Rosary reminding us the importance, the power which is attached to this great devotion. And in fact, uh, this simple prayer, which can be recited by anyone, I'm, um, I remember my, uh, I never knew her, but my great-grandmother, she, um, uh, she never she wasn't very um, educated. I think she could barely read and write a little bit of French, and but she would just say erosion French every day. It's a simple, humble prayer of the of the peasants of the. You don't have to be a some mystic or the simple prayer of the rosary, and that's why, um, you know, those who have a great devotion to Our Lady of the Rosary have uh, that rosary always on them and always ready uh, to to say a couple decades or say a, a decade is a true sign of, of predestination. For the mother of the mother uh, of the rosary, our blessed mother has always reminded us of that. It's the because it's a simple. Our Lord doesn't want us to be complicated. He doesn't ask us for much. And she also asked of one other thing. One other thing that um, um what we we need to do for, for others is to make sacrifices for sinners. And we can make these sacrifices of sinners while we pray the rosary. And that's why Our Lady asked us, and we say it at the end of each decade, Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, and so on. We can say, while offering up sacrifices or saying an extra rosary, you know, Oh Jesus, this is for the love of Thee, for the conversion of sinners, and reparation for the offenses committed against the Immaculate Heart. Those are the exact words of Our Lady of Fatima on August 13th. As we um, just said, the, that, that exact prayer, O Jesus, this is for love of Thee, for the conversion of sinners, and in reparation for offenses committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So we still remember already in August 13th, she hasn't revealed herself to her. If you remember in the beginning, she, um, the, the children ask, who are you? And she'll say, I'll, I'll let you know. It's not until the end. We'll find out who she is. <laughs> no, no spoiler alert. Um, um, but it, <clears throat> that's, that's the essential message 
of Fatima. And these three quotes from the first three um, apparitions from May, June, July, and into August remind us it's the rosary and sacrifices. I could go on, continue to quote the other apparitions and uh, the other messages in the apparitions, um, but it's continued focus and centered around the rosary and the sacrifices of sinners for sinners so they can amend their lives, change their ways in order to avoid the fires of hell. So I'm done. I'm finished. I told you the message. That's all you need to do. But we, um, uh, and that, that's, you know, the message of Our Lady, they lasted probably a few minutes and that's it. They didn't, uh, they didn't stay, uh, fall in ecstasy or get confused uh, uh, with all this, the great graces they were given. No, it was simple. But it's there I could end, but I won't. Um, we have to put the message of Fatima into context. The message which um, came to three uh, humble peasant children in, in Portugal. So the year is 1917. World War I, or the Great War, as it was called at that time, is raging. Communists are in the process, of about to make and finish their coup d'etat in Russia, taking up all of, all of Russia, Eastern Europe, and then continue into Asia to take over or uh, to topple governments and, and take God out of, uh, out, of, out of all governments. We have the Freemasonic governments in Portugal, and don't forget Mexico, the Cristeros Rebellion, uh, or we call it Rebellion, Cristeros um, <coughs> fight against the tyranny of the government, and other countries as well. Um, which are, these countries are actually actively persecuting God and his church, and as a result, our, uh, our Blessed Mother. So we have that on one side. We have 1917, the year of wars, the year of upheavals, the year of revolution. And then we flip it on the other side. Well, that's a secular view. And we look on the side of the church. We could say that the church was healthy easily. Um, we don't have any lack of vocations. Um, we don't have to worry about attendance of mass. We don't have to worry about what the priest will say or do. You can walk four or five blocks, and there's a Catholic church every, uh, in every corner. Um, none of that, what we, if you will, see today, was at all even in question or even a possibility for them. The uh, lack of vocations was an issue. Um, the doctrine of the church wasn't at all up for debate or anything. Um, but our, our Lady still lamented the, the, the loss of many souls. So we see the, on one side the, well, the, the church and how healthy she was, and, and sadly on the other side of the coin, the, the secular society, how horrible and actively um, evil um, those, those governments, those countries were uh, by attacking the church and, and our, Lord's, um, our Lord's ministers. We remember... The, also shortly after the, the civil war in Spain, many priests who were killed and, um, and we can go on. But So Our Lady still asked, even though the church was healthy, Our Lady still asked to pray and do penance for many souls would be lost. And um, she continued to ask again these children, pray the rosary, pray the rosary. So if we fast forward and we come today, 2017, what do we see? We see none other than a world which is even further away from God. We don't see, in a sense, governments which attack actively. There's no 
positive, you know, positive persecution. Uh, I'm not going to be killed. Uh, in, they're not going to take me out into the streets. We can all actively worship in this country. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but uh, sadly, there's still um, governments which um, attack the church. You could say on the secular side, it's a little bit better. There's no waging war. There's no, um, uh, you know, none of the young men will be enlisted to go fight in a war uh, thousands, thousands of miles away. But the world is further away from God than ever. The secular world is even further. But even more importantly, we look at the church. We look at, you know, vocations. The vocations is, thank God, not for, for the institute, but for this diocese, there's many places where it's, they're, like in the Archives of Chicago, they're, they're slimming back, they're cutting back on um, mass attendance. Um, you can count mass attendance um, in, in the thousands in, in some places, whereas before you'd have in the thousands for just one parish. And for those who believe in the true presence, this, these statistics, we don't need to, if you will, lose sight um, for what all of this is calling for. It's calling for what Our Lady of Fatima has always asked for. It's the rosary. And so, if Our, Lord, if Our Lady lamented the, the state of the world in 1917, what can she, well, what does she think of the world today? I don't think we need to think very much uh, on that question. If ever we have to heed that message of Fatima, the simple message, pray the rosary, offer up penance for sinners, it's today. Um, we see the years following 1917. The world did not follow the message. Yes, the the World War, the Great War, the World War One ended in 1918, November 11th. But Our Lady's prophecy came true. A greater war came about. You know, World War Two killed more than 60 million, and I think World War One was about 17 million. And then not to count all of the atrocities which the communists brought about, Mao Zedong. Lenin, Stalin, all the millions and millions that they killed. Um, and, and yet, Our Lady is still asking us to pray, to pray and, and to offer up penances for sinners. We're, we've been blessed with a, a little bit of peace, but um, the peace is only, um, has, has, dulled and, has dulled the minds and hearts of, of so many, of too many. And this is where sensationalism comes in. That's where people get lost and because they see, well, they see the atrocities which came back, uh, came as a result of World War One, World War Two, communism, the the, the the upheaval in the church, and they get so sucked in and drawn in with these events that they lose focus of what God is calling them to do. He's not calling them to end World War One, or calling them to end World War Two, or stop communism, you know, by themselves. It's the the best tactic of the devil. You know, he's kind of like the, he screams, look over here, look over here. And so we focus our attention on what we're supposed to do and focus on something else. Yes, everything which happened and horrible things which happened in the world are, are to cause, are cause for us to lament, to, if you will, to be sorry. But it should not be cause for us to worry or to, uh, to lose focus of what we're supposed to do. And our Lord asks, and our Lady asks each and every one of us, once again, pray the rosary and offer up penance. So this um, this centenary year, uh, centenary um, celebration is is important. It's important 
because we've seen that the Immaculate Heart is yet to triumph. She said that she would reign and she would have that peace that she would bring, but she, um, you know, hasn't brought it yet. But that should not cause fear or worries in, in our, in our, in our minds, in our hearts, or cloud, or make us lose focus of what we're supposed to do. That remember, we have to. That's what we're. Um, that's what Satan always tries to do is to make us lose focus, spend our energy elsewhere. Our energy is spent, sadly, for those people who do this, is on worrying instead of doing the simple thing of what Our Lady asked of. So for those people who focus on, on World War III, on the upcoming chastisement, what's going to happen, Satan's won. He's, he's successfully taken um, people and taken their, their minds and, and focused them on something completely, um, in a certain sense, irrelevant. It doesn't matter... If World War III starts tomorrow, okay, whoop-de-doo. If God calls us this afternoon to death, we have been ready. So it, all that, you know, it, it, the, the big, the boom, the bang, it's all very, you know, it gets us our attention, but we have to focus on our, our little path and, and just stay on it. That's where um, what we're called to do. Even though it's, you know, what I'm saying is very repetitive, we have to uh, remind ourselves constantly. So... We're not going to be asked, did we, did we stop World War III? Did we, you know, did we add you know, 20,000 more vocations by our, our penances, our sacrifices? No. God will ask us on the Day of Judgment, did you pray? Did you offer up sacrifices? That is not part of our duty. We're, thank God we're not heads of states. We're not um, leaders in the church. I, you know, we're not bishops, cardinals, or the pope. We won't have to answer for people beneath us. And so we shouldn't be worrying about people who are not beneath us. We have our own self. We have our own families, our own children. Our, and that's who God will ask us for an account of. He's not going to ask something that, well, did you, did you, uh, um, st- you know, stop these horrible, whatever, um, things that were going on in that diocese? Yes, that might be horrible, but it's not at all your calling. You're not the shepherd of that diocese. You're not the... And, and so what do we do? Well, we offer up prayers. We offer up the rosary for the conversion of those people who have gone astray, for the conversion of the sinners. We offer up rosaries for those who are in the church who have grown cold towards the Immaculate Heart. Um, it's, it's simple. So, we, uh, so simple, it's pray, 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 and then do some penance. Sister um, Lucia said, I quote, the most holy virgin in these last times in which we live has given a new efficacy to the recitation of the rosary to such an extent that there is no problem, no matter how difficult it is, whether temporal or above all spiritual, in the personal life of each one of us, of our families, that cannot be solved by the rosary. There is no problem, I tell you, no matter how difficult it is, that we cannot resolve by the prayer of the Holy Rosary. So, the Rosary is that simple prayer and, um, of, of every simple Christian. And think of the, um, the Rosary as, the, uh, as kind of the chain of the devil. It's the chain which keeps him tight. The more we say the Rosary, the tighter that chain is. So, uh, I like dogs, but I don't like the devil. So, <laughs> just think of them, usually you have dogs on chains, but it, the more we say the Rosary, the tighter that chain will be. So, we know he's over there. Well, the more we say it, if you will, he's going to still be there. He's not going to 
if you will, remove the Satan or the evil one from, from existence. But he's tight. He won't, he won't lash out at us. So the more we say that rosary, the further away he'll be from us and our loved ones. So I just want to draw your attention to the actual, um, something you might not know, you might, um, the actual blessing of the rosary, the, the blessing which the priest recites over the rosary. It's a long blessing, so I apologize for the length, but remember when a blessing is done, it's not like a, a sacrament, so it doesn't happen ex opere operato by the very fact of it. So when the priest says, you know, this is my body, this is my blood, of course, the Eucharist happens in, in absolution. That's clear cut. But for blessings, like sacramentals, it's the prayer of the church which is applied to that object. So the prayer, these are uh, the intention or those, if you will, invocations, is applied to the rosary. And so it's how we pray the rosary is, if you will, how, how much that prayer is applied to our, our own um, recitation of our own carrying of it. So um, I'll, give, I'll read you the translation. Almighty and merciful God, on account of your very great love for us, you will that your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, should come down from heaven to earth, and at the angel's message take flesh in the most sacred womb of Our Lady, the most blessed Virgin Mary, submit to death on the cross, and then rise gloriously from the, day on, from the dead on the third day, in order to deliver us from Satan's tyranny. So it's the, the power of Christ, um, in the mysteries which we recite in the rosary. We humbly beg you in your boundless goodness to bless and sanctify this rosary which your faithful church has consecrated to the honor and praise of the mother of your son. This is where the church applies the prayer. Let it be endowed with such power of the Holy Spirit that whoever carries one on his person or reverently keeps it in his home or devoutly prays to you while meditating on these divine mysteries according to the rules of this holy society, may fully share in all the graces, privileges, and indulgences which the Holy See has granted this society. So the prayer of, of protection, the prayer of um, uh, against, um, you know, by carrying it, by keeping it on us, by having our house. And then this is, where, uh, this is where it becomes really powerful. May he always and everywhere in this life be shielded from all enemies, visible and invisible, and at his death, Deserve to be pre presented to you by the most blessed Virgin Mary, herself, Mother of God. Now oh, it's the, the power of the actual rosary. It's not a, a trinket. You know, we have it on our person. It's not like magic. You know, we're not, oh, I have, I, that's, I have, I have 400 rosaries on me. I'm more powerful. No. <laughs> Just have one rosary on you, one by your bed. You can have... You know, it's, it's good to have more. You can give them to other people. That's very good. But it's not like, you know, if I have 400 rosaries, you know, you're dragging the rosaries down. No, you have to walk uh, in life. So but having the rosary on your person is very important in your house, in your car. Um, it's the protection. It's like, you know, the, the, uh, any other metal or um, thing that we wear. So this, this anniversary should remind us not of the end of the world or any future events, but it's the present. 100 years from then to now reminds us that 100 years of, of Our Lady of Fatima's continuing to ask to pray the rosary and to do penance. What we've seen in these last 100 years uh, and what these last 100 years have brought us shows us how mankind really has not at all heeded the wishes and the desires of Our Lady of Fatima. 
sadly, the rosary, you know, 1917, you ask 99% of the Catholics, they'd say, A, they'd know what the rosary was, and B, they'd know how to recite it. You ask most Catholics today, they'd be like, the rosary, what's that? Uh, and how to recite it, they'd be like, um, yeah, they wouldn't know. So we're called to be the apostles of the, of the rosary. Um, simple as that. Pray it. You know, pray it first and foremost. Um, and the more we pray it, others will see us pray it. and say, what's that? You can use it as a, a means of evangelization. Don't go into someone's house. Oh, let's play the rosary together. I mean, that's a good way. That is a very good way to um, get Jehovah Witness off your front door. But <laughs> uh, other than that, uh, it's not, it doesn't you know, always work to convert people. So, so remember, pray the rosary. Do penance for, for the sinners. So I'd just like to close, or just the last, we'll find out who Our Lady of Fatima is. Uh, and so uh, this, the children ask, will you tell me your name? And Our Lady said, I am, the la- I am the Lady of the Rosary. And then the children ask her, I have many petitions from many people, will you grant them? And she says, some I shall grant, and others I must deny. People must amend their lives and ask pardon for their sins. They must not offend our Lord anymore, for he's already too much offended. And then they ask her, and is that all you have to ask? And she says, there's nothing more. So the simplicity of the message, it's not complicated. It's, um, you don't, I mean, people write many, many books about it, and, you know, some of them are good, some of them are not so good, but it, it's very simple. So, in one week's time, remember next Saturday, a very important day, to please Our Lady, to say the rosary together. Um, we'll have the solemn mass followed by the rosary procession. In that one week's time, we will celebrate the beginning of the apparitions. Uh, but let us stick to the simple and the, um, if you will, the, the surefire message of Fatima. Uh, pray the rosary and do penance. It's time to put our trust in her. She said that in the end, the Immaculate Heart will triumph. We don't know when that end will be. But we've, you know, we know how the the last chapter ends. We don't know how the previous chapters will be. It doesn't matter. It's like you can skip to the end of the book and read it. Okay, it's a good book. I know. It ends well. Um, We don't know what will happen between then and now. It doesn't matter. Our Lady has said that she will conquer us. Conquer. Hearts conquer nations, but we need to do our part. And our part is just the simple, be the simple peasants. That's why Our Lady appeared to these humble children. She didn't appear to, you know, the elite in society. For she just wants the small children. She wants to be like children. Pray the rosary and do penance. So let us, as we begin this um, 100-year anniversary in a week, all the way till October, um, but always continue to listen to Our Lady of Fatima don't have to get confused, get worried, but just stick with what she said, and you don't have to uh, put any, uh, um, what's the word, any uh, mistrust or uh, be um, uh, confused about what she's asking of us. Well, I just have a comment.